Hey, what's going on, lovely people of the internet? Welcome to the Blue BRZ podcast. If you don't know anything about cars or want to learn some new tips and tricks, you've come to the right place. Today, we'll be talking about tips for buying a car. I know many of us can relate to having the urge to buy a new car, or maybe it's your first time buying you know, a car for the very first time, and you don't want to jump the gun. So here today with me, we are going to discuss this new topic with a potential new Genesis Coupe owner. Would you please introduce yourself? Hey, my name's Angelo. Yes. <laughs> um, um, I drive a 2015 GTI. And I mean, what really got me into the car scene was all my friends were getting into it first, and it looked like a lot of fun. And, so you're sheep. Yeah. I wanted, and, you know, <laughs> I'd go hang out with them, and I wouldn't know what was going on or what they were really talking about. So I was just sitting there, and I felt like, you know, might as well. And I actually enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, honestly. We're in the same friend group, so. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, so, they're silently in the background. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about the first thing people should look for or um, think about before getting into a car. It should be your budget. You should know how much you're planning to spend, how much leeway you have, and you know, try not to go crazy with it, especially if it's your first car. Yeah. So, Angelo, for your instance, for your instance, um, the Genesis Coupe. What would you say is your budget, or like? What are, what are you willing to spend on it? 2013 and above. The only, like, the, I think they call it the BK2. Right. Because I don't want the, the little tiny, tiny grill in the front. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. And um, how much are you comfortable spending? So you said that your, like, top end range was, like, around, what, 18? Is that what you said? Uh, 17. 17. Okay. And let's say you found a very good deal, but it was around 18. Would 18, like, be your limit, like, your top limit? I would take it if it was if it was 18 then i it would be stretching it a little bit but i would take right it. okay gotcha and what would you say what was your lowest again that you would go because i like there's i don't know if there's really a low right but there's kind of it's a too good to be true point i think i don't yeah what like what you were just saying i don't think there's really like a like a low point anything below 17 is good for me right i think if i found a car I found a Genesis that's like 5K and it has like less than 100,000 miles. There's mm -hmm. a bigger picture going on that the, <laughs> that the dealership's not telling you. Yeah, there always usually is for like something that's like, if it's too good to be true, I think a lot of people should, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people don't look at it at face value um, or they do sometimes, but um, it, there's usually something behind the scenes, something that you probably won't find easily. Next, I wanted to go to is this a want or a need for you, the Genesis Coupe specifically? Definitely a want. My mm -hmm. car right now runs just fine, but it's mostly like uh, I wanted a sportier looking and feeling car. Like right. the the GTI is plenty like sporty feeling, but I um, like the rest like to get it like faster or something. Yeah, just faster in general. It takes a lot more work than it would be to like than I than I really want to, you know. Yeah, and the Genesis has what is the the 2.0 turbo and then the 3.8. Yeah. So those are the options. Yeah. I would. And, I'm looking for like the 3.8. Right. <laughs> that's just that's just preference. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. And um, is there any specific reason why this is more of a want instead of a need? Well. My like like I said, my car runs fine. Mm -hmm. There's I have really no problem with it. Uh, the the mileage like the gas mileage is 
perfect. I'd probably fill up maybe. Is there any other like benefit though that you could think of at least besides, you know, being more sporty over the, the GTI? There's no real like benefit I would get over the Genesis than the GTI field just besides it being faster and cheaper aftermarket. I mean, sometimes that's like, you know, enough, right? Everyone say happy birthday. Um, and we're, we're in the point of our lives where we don't really need a big car or we can afford to have a coupe because, you know, we're not really in the need for a four door or anything like that. But I think uh, it, it's okay for now, but then eventually we're going to get to the point where we're like, oh, we have other people we need to carry in the car, maybe more than one. Yeah, I have to think about other people, just, you know, <laughs> not just ourselves. Yeah, just think about other people, lovely. Another thing that I wanted to bring up for car buyers, right, is look at other options. So me and Angelo talk frequently, and I know that besides the Genesis Coupe, Angelo is also interested in a Lexus. What, which one was it? The IS350, was it? I, IS300. IS300, okay. And so with the IS300 over the Genesis Coupe, why was that your other option? Well, IS300, uh, it's... Way, it's a way more luxurious than it, it's like if um if i find myself in a better position than i am in now the is 300 will move to the top of my list this is more like a backup like if you know everything goes way better than i'm expecting right then it's then that jumps up on the top of my list and it's just because it's more luxurious like i was saying uh and toyota owns lexus so like you the know, reliability. Like, yeah, you yeah. won't. The car won't break out on you after like thirty thousand miles, like <laughs> other like other luxury cars might. You know. Yeah. So I really that. don't know that much about Lexus, to be honest. Um, like I've looked into them a little bit, but I don't know like everything behind them. You know, like modification and things like that. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually like, if I were to get it, I wouldn't. I don't think I would do like a lot to it like aftermarket wise i probably would just keep it as is yeah because that's probably a car that i would keep for like a very long time and a good looking car like straight from the factory yeah yeah and you know it's, not, it's probably not something i would think about doing mm -hmm. the aftermarket stuff too have you thought about this is something that i think a lot of people should think about insurance costs have, have you seen like the difference of what it would be like if you let's say you got the genesis or the lexus like how much of a difference it would be in insurance um i actually haven't like checked the difference between those mm -hmm. uh, the difference between like my car now and if i wanted like the lexus mm -hmm. it would actually be be cheaper than when i first got my car but it's because i've been driving a lot longer right so like they take into like they take that as like um, they take it into account yeah they take it into account like when processing your insurance like how long you've been driving, you know, if you got into like any accidents, um, you know, it's just basic stuff like that. So if I were to get uh, like the Genesis or the, the IS300, I'm sure it would be cheaper than what I'm paying right now because they classify my car as a sports car. Right. Because of, uh, you know, like the trim and stuff. Yes. And since I bought the car when I was 18, they they it jacked up the, they, the cost yeah, yeah. They <laughs> went to town <laughs> took advantage of a poor man yeah poor young boy insane but in the actuality you pay more to maintain it so for for a genesis coupe 
I'm not too sure on reliability. Not, I'm not too sure how much it costs to maintain, but I can't imagine it's that much, right? So I think that would probably be an upside, especially since you're moving from the European market to the to the Korean market. You're going to be paying less, just not even for let's say like like oil changes and things like that. But like so let's say um like body panels, if something gets dented, broken, whatever it is, right? You, you would pay less because the parts cheaper from there. And um, I think that's something that's a large factor to take into consideration because let's say you have two different cars. You have the Genesis Coupe. Let's just use your cars, for example, right? We have the Genesis Coupe. Let's say there's one up for 12,000. And then let's say that there's the GTI for 10. But the GTI is cheaper up front, but maybe over time with maintenance, it's going to end up costing you more than if you had just gone with the Genesis to begin with. And I think that's where the balance comes in, where you should think about upfront costs compared to long-term. And it also depends how long you plan to keep your car. You should think about that too. If you plan to keep your car for only like a few years, maybe like, like one, two, three years, then this isn't really an issue. But if you plan to keep it for a long time, it's definitely something to consider, especially with different cars. Some motors are better at lasting over a hundred thousand, like, like Toyota motors and things like that compared to, you know, you buying a European car that blows up after like 40K miles or something. And um, credit, I love to talk about this because we're all very, very young, our friend group at least. And um, I, I think this is a good, uh, good topic for people in the young age group because credit is actually very important when it comes to financing your first car or your next car or whatever it is because they're always gonna have to run your credit to check if you're applicable for the loan. So in Angelo, in your case, let's say, um, let's use personal experiences. How was it when you first had to get a loan on your GTI? Well, I was very lucky that have like my dad help me co-sign it. So, I mean, I, I, I covered like down payment, but he was just there to help me uh, get a lower interest rate. Mm -hmm. So I was very, I was very lucky with that. And I, my dad has, like super good credit so i'm pretty sure the i had like a three percent or something like that interest rate yeah on a car so it was it was very i i was lucky i think if i like when i was looking at, a, at another another car a couple years ago mm -hmm. I'm, I th I'm pretty sure you were with me i was it was just me by myself right like signing the car right and just with my credit it was like a seven percent like interest rate so like it goes like a long way to make sure you have really, really good credit. That's very true. I think um, it's going to play a large part in what interest rate they give you. Not only that, but if you're able to sign off on it by yourself or if you need a co-signer, it's always something to take into account. Um, it, it's mixed, right? A lot of people say try to get the loan by yourself the first time so that, you know, it just builds up your credit and you don't have to have someone else on your um, your, your loan. But it, I think it goes either way. Just if you know that's what you want to get, that's the car, try to get it on your own. But if you can't, there's other avenues you could take, maybe even go into like private lenders and everything. But um, always just set your limits yeah. and just don't be afraid also to walk away from a bad deal. If you know it's a bad deal and that you could wait a little bit longer to find a better one, do that. Don't be afraid to right. walk away. That's not the only car. That, that That's not the only like Genesis Coupe, you know? There's yeah. other Genesis Coupes out there that I'm sure yeah. I'll find a way better deal exactly like if you just take the time it could be just another month another day whatever it is you never know another one could come onto the market for a lower price it could be the same thing but 
if you had just been patient, patience is key, very key. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm really talking up a storm here when I'm not a patient person, but um, patience is key. And we're actually wrapping up today for a little bit early because I wanted to make this a shorter podcast, but I hope this helps some of you guys out there that are looking to buy your first car or looking to get into another car and maybe you explore some avenues you didn't think about before after before watching this podcast. So I'd just like to say thank you everyone for joining me for this episode of the Blue BRZ podcast. Thank you, Angelo, for coming on and talking about your experiences and maybe potentially getting into a Genesis Coupe. Reminder for everyone that you can join our guest list by emailing bluebrzhere at gmail.com or messaging me on Instagram at bluebrzhere. Don't forget to come back next week for another great car scene podcast. I'm mean-